0: Welcome to Layout, a weekly podcast about design, technology, and everything else. Our main topic for this week, what to do when you disagree with someone on your team. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> by the way isn't that super annoying those instagram things yeah that yeah. Be, it's just it's because everyone annoying. has the same thing and does the same it's just
1: but i also feel like it's too loud like whenever i jump to these it's like whoa what's happening oh yeah okay it's just one of those stupid, stupid
0: i haven't thing. tried it myself is it like a mode yeah or it's a mode. what's going on
1: yeah, and I, I feel like they're you know, getting like, really close to um, the like camera app territory where they're just, they just have a million modes and just like, keep swiping forever and f- forever between different modes, so...
0: Now they have the names of the cities or whatever, right?
1: Yeah, I haven't played with that much.
0: It's more filters, but now the filters have names and they're... I don't know. There's, there's not one for my city. Shame. Okay, um, this topic... I don't know if you know this. This was I think you added this one to our topic list ideas. This is a top secret uh, paper document where we have a shit ton of, <laughs> of
1: our super secure topics. communication channel. <laughs> uh
0: but I think you added this one, but it was yes. Could you not at the end of the list, like the last one ever. Um but like I for a second I thought I added it because I have been like I've I've been through an episode related to this topic pretty recently, so I was like, "Huh, I can't believe that I like I already added this as a topic." Man, I really <laughs> should chill out and just let this fly. But no, it was you. <laughs> um, was me. So, do you wanna drive it? Do you wanna start? Since it was you who added it, sure. So yeah, thoughts?
1: <clears throat> yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think this is an interesting topic uh, because. <laughs> if you have never disagreed with anyone on your team you're probably doing something wrong <laughs> like i don't think that disagreeing with someone uh at work is a problem like i actually think that it's the system working as intended um so like if it's never happened to you that you disagreed with someone on your team, like, like you need to seriously ask yourself questions. And that might be a sign that your team isn't very diverse and you all think exactly the same. Um, but for most people, like, it's probably happened a lot. Um, just for various different things, right? It doesn't need to be for important things. Sometimes it's just like little things that someone is doing that is annoying you or you disagree with the product vision or you disagree with like some implementation details or like your rollout strategy or or whatnot. Um, And I feel like throughout my career, I've really changed how I deal with these situations. Um, and I thought it might be interesting to think about to talk about that like how, how do you deal with those situations when, when it happens
0: I think th- there might be two different uh, sides to tackle this and maybe we can talk about them individually um, I think you, 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 might be, you might disagree with the team member Uh, And you think like that person is wrong. That is like, let's uh, put this scenario like you're thinking you're designing something and you think you should do X and someone else should think you should do Y, right? Mm. Uh, I think there's two different sides. One is like, you know, slash think, slash believe that that person is wrong. Like that is not a good idea. We shouldn't do this. Whilst there is other side, which is the one I encounter m- more frequently, is that I hear you, I agree with you in the sense that I, like, I, I understand where you're coming from, I think that it's also a good solution or whatever, but I don't think we should do it, right? It's like, it's not a right versus wrong, it's like, they're both good, but I think we should do like this instead of what you're proposing.
1: So basically in terms of priority? Uh
0: not priority.
1: So why do you disagree then?
0: So maybe (laughs) priority. Well I just like It's like just you value different things, so maybe that has a different, you know, weight on your decision. Um,
1: Okay. Like okay. So I can give an example and maybe you can tell me if that's what you meant um but i have sometimes in the past um uh uh, gotten into arguments or or just like conversations with uh developers and like the side of the developer was we should like Spend the next like three months working on this big refactor that is gonna make like things so much better code wise, and I was like, well, no, like we need to focus on um, something that this like pain point that our users are facing, and basically, like I think we both agree that these two things are important to do, and ideally we'd b- do both of them, but maybe we disagreed on like what should we do first.
0: That's a good one. That's it a good would, one. It, or, or like, like is that? What you mean? Maybe. Meant? you're working on a feature and you think this feature as is, 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 uh, good to ship. We should ship it because it adds value to the product. And a team member think this feature is not ready. We don't, I like, I think we should keep improving it before shipping, for example. Right. Like they're both right. Right. Like they're both wow. have merit and, um, like the arguments are there and they are valid. It's just, what do you prioritize? What do you think, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I feel like that's a trickier one than to, you know, no, I disagree with you. I think your idea is terrible and that won't work. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And so for those, I think it's it's trickier because it can trigger you, right? It's the one that... (laughs) um it's you know when when you know you, you really know that someone is wrong it's harder to remain calm and uh, <laughs> and like and just keep trying to argument for something that you know like it's the truth if that mm. makes sense um yeah.
1: but honestly like i feel like it's very rare that you know for sure 100% that you are right and that, I'd say, like, that would be my st- step number one is consider that you might be wrong.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs>
1: right? Like, even if you will firmly believe in something, there's a small possibility that you might be wrong. And you should consider that. Uh, and, and I think if you uh, uh, start off with this idea that maybe you are wrong, um, then it, it, gives you a much better position to be able to like have a conversation. Um, cause otherwise it's just like everyone's like bouncing back and forth, but nobody wants to listen. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and what this does, like if you consider that you might be wrong, um, then you're, you're better able to, um, like change your mind if, new information comes to light because the worst thing is being arguing so hard about one thing. And then all of a sudden realizing, Oh wait, I think that person might be right. (laughs) And then like, you've already like went way beyond where you should be like arguing for your point. And now you kind of look stupid (laughs) saying, well, actually, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: in, in in the early days of my career, um, there was a lot of that, like I was very defensive about everything, which kind of like bleeds into the the topic of you know getting feedback and mm-hmm. receiving feedback and you know. all but it it was that like i I have my opinion in every opinion that clashes with mine i my immediate primal instinct was to you know defend my opinion, no, I am right, like no, you're wrong, no, whatever. <laughs> That has definitely softened uh, to the point in, like, it's almost the complete opposite. Like, I treat every new take as, like you said, like, as a truth, and I am wrong, and I try to work it, like, the other way, from from the other way, right? Um, and because ego also has a, a say here. Yeah, like, absolutely. It's a thing. We all do, like, no one likes to... Be wrong, <laughs> right? Yep. Um, and, and when you disagree with someone, and like you very specifically know why you th- why your idea is better, um, like I could never ever in my career get away with like because I say so or because I <laughs> just know or like well believe me, <laughs> um, like that yeah. that is worth nothing unless you're like a celebrity or like a legend in the field, whatever. Uh, even, even then, then yeah, yeah, even then it's gonna sound douchey, but like I guess you could get away with it. I don't know. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Um but like you always have to present facts, present research, like back, back your your opinion. Um mm.
2: yeah. and so
0: when when one side is wrong and the other one is right, it can just take a while, but it is possible to arrive at a conclusion right like
1: i mean that's what you want like and oftentimes what ends up happening in these conversations is that people want to be right more than they want the a positive outcome hmm. and so if what you focus on is that positive outcome um then, like, you're not trying to, like, show everyone how right you are. (laughs) Um, And that just makes it so much easier for the other person to, like, accept or to, like, for you both to compromise. Um, So, like, I'd say, for me, like, one of the most important things to consider whenever I disagree with someone is, is this the right context? And is this the right moment in time to like publicly disagree with this person because um, sometimes you know you might be in a stakeholder meeting with lots of different people or um, you might be in a hallway or you might be like at your desk surrounded with other people and actually saying like no I think you are wrong on this is is, is actually like doesn't foster a great environment for conversation (laughs) and the person is going to be way more defensive in that scenario because there's like whether you like it or not there's like this kind of ego piece there right That like you don't want to publicly say that you're wrong whereas if you were to take the person to the side and think and like talk to them nicely and be like Hey, I know you said this, um, but I think that might not be entirely right. Uh, then it's a lot easier for you both to have a conversation because there's no one else that's that's watching and that's like that you want people to like root for you or something like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, but I I can see people saying like, "Well, no, I don't care about personal feelings or whatever." Like the most productive things just to call it as it is and just move on and like if the person gets offended then that person needs to grow up like blah 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 uh I've read this on you know Steve Jobs <laughs> books and stuff um but what I do think is happening there if you do it that way like the nice way is just you are removing ego and you know pe- people getting hurt in the way not because you want everyone to like you, but just like it's easier even for the other person to admit or to arrive at, like change that uh, that person's opinion, if you if you ease that in, right? Yeah. Like if I say, "Oh my God, you are so dumb! That is completely wrong." Um, it's way harder to make that person believe that yes, they are wrong, and maybe they should see from, the, like, because of the the primal. Um, animal instinct is defend themselves like no how dare you you're wrong i hate you
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and i agree with you like it's not about being liked by people it's (laughs) that being nice is actually the most productive way to get to a resolution and so being nice to people is a really great side benefit of that (laughs) um another thing that I don't personally tend to do um, but I have seen people do it Um, and like it's not like placing a blame on people who do that but it's just like not my kind of personality Um, but I've seen people kind of want to um, not create conflict they basically they want to avoid that conflict and what they choose Mm. to do instead is um go and talk to the person's leader the person's manager uh in hopes that like they can kind of have the message trickle down Mm. um and my opinion on this is that it's a bad idea (laughs) because it basically injects a (laughs) middleman into this problem now all of a sudden um it makes you look like you're, you're trying to like go over them to get your point across, which is like never a good thing to do. Um, and it also it makes you seem like you can't deal with the issue on your own, which honestly, in this case, that's entirely right. Like <laughs> if you have to get mm-hmm. another person involved, that means you can't handle it. Um, and, it, like that person's also gonna lack so much context like it, it's just really hard to argue back and forth uh the way you would need to uh with having like a middle man or a middle woman <laughs> between between the two who's like that yeah, it the also slows down the whole forth. process,
0: yeah, yeah, I think it's really important to have uh people need to feel that they can and should like have a say like they, yeah. they 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 should be able to disagree with you right without without being afraid to, to, to get fired or you know uh, mocked by whatever like i hate when people even on my team say well i know that i'm not a designer so sorry if this sounds yeah. whatever. <laughs> like no stop that like what are you saying like every opinion is valid on its own right like yeah. Like, guess what? Uh, all of the users that are going to use my product, they're not designers. So that means that they can't dislike my product. <laughs> like, like, oh man, I hate how this works. Well, you're not a designer. Like, no. Like, every opinion is valid. Um, and, and this is probably another topic, but, you know, you should set the expectations as to, like, it's not that I'm going to act on everything that you say, but you shouldn't be afraid to speak out and disagree with me. Because I think... That disagreement can be very beneficial to the product or to the project.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Can have said it better. <laughs>
0: um, I would to, you know, ease out of the topic. I would just add a more of a like personal experience on this. Um, sometimes, sometimes, um, you and someone on your team, you are disagreeing on something, and. Uh, especially like if you have like async communication, meaning you know you're not on the same room in the same mm, room or the same yeah. whatever. Um, sometimes things can drag or um, for a while, like <laughs> not not necessarily escalate, but like you see yourself getting stuck in in a loop, and there is really no outcome. like (laughs) in the horizon (laughs) or like in the the imminent future, like it feels like we're we're stuck here. Like uh, we really can't agree on something. And the solution here is like, well, then you should, you know, take more time, like keep working on it until you find a solution. Until everyone is, everyone can agree that whatever we're doing (coughs) is good. Right. Um, The problem is sometimes you can't afford to, have an extra week thinking about a project uh, a problem or you know um and so it's like like i alluded in the beginning it's not that any one of us is wrong really like i can see both points they're both valid meaning let's think about ship it or don't ship it right um like there's valid points on both sides it's really about priorities and like personal preference what do you value the most and you can try to justify that to like well i value this but the company itself given the the, the goals and whatever like you can try to make an argument for that but sometimes it's just it all comes down to per like personal preference i think we should do this and someone else thinks should do some other thing um here i really want to bring like uh like player three enters the game, like I need someone else to to make a decision here, because we're both right, mm. uh, but we can't arrive at a conclusion, and we need to move forward so this is where sometimes i need I ask people like either someone externally or like someone like in a higher chain of command, someone to come in and say hey, we need something to untangle this mess, like we're here stuck in a loop we need someone to break the loop so we can move forward and the solution could be you know, just like, well it seems like no thing is like, no solution is satisfactory, so keep working on it that is a possible solution, it's not that they, only, they always have to take size or whatever um, like, just tell me what to do, and that is not great, but Sometimes I feel like that is what I need to be honest.
1: Right. Yes, Um, that is something that you can that can happen. Like you can ask like other people for for advice or their opinion. I would categorize that under um, just getting more information, (laughs) basically, Um, because in my in my mind, like that's the best way to convince anyone of anything is to not say that they're wrong it's to say you're right, but you're looking at the wrong facts and I think uh, Gruber has had a great article on that like uh, years ago, and I can try to dig it up uh, and put it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, if you can tell someone like, yeah like according to the facts that you're looking at, you're right um, but actually this is look if you look at this fact and that fact and that fact. Then you'll see that like my perspective is is better in this case, um, and that tends to work really well, right? So in your case, it's okay. Let's we need like either we can keep working on this or we can ship right now. What's most important? Like let's get data point data points on like what's important and what isn't. Um, and sometimes bringing in someone else to kind of bring that that, that information. Um, is useful um now there's another thing you sort of touched on which is sometimes despite like getting more information you just can't make come to an agreement can't make a decision um and that's really tough right (laughs) because it's just like well what are you gonna do like we just fundamentally don't agree (laughs) like there's like nothing that we can more than we can do here um and in that case, uh, one thing that I've started doing, um, which I think has made a big difference for me, is um, this concept of disagree and commit. And basically, what that means is sometimes you just like reach an impasse and you're like, "You know what? I don't agree with this, but I am willing." to commit to your point of view and go along with it because we need to move forward and i am willing to do that because there are fair arguments on both sides and i'm basically trusting you on this one and what this does is you're empowering the other person to be responsible for those decisions. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I do and, this a lot. <laughs> and also you're you're unblocking the whole team. Uh and then if the basically if the decision doesn't turn out to be right, then we can reevaluate things and then maybe choose a different path going forward. Um but sometimes like honestly sometimes that's what you have to do. Um mm-hmm. and that's totally fine, right? Like we can't always be right and it's you're sort of being responsible by saying well you know what like look we both have really tough arguments and i can't convince you you can't convince me therefore like there's a 50 50 chance (laughs) that both of these might be right so let's Mm -hmm. just take a try on yours and and we'll see what happens
0: i think that's pretty good i do agree with you Nice <laughs> So should, should we get to a conclusion here? Should we like summarize it? Sure um, First When there's a disagreement With someone on your team um, Consider the fact that you might be wrong And start looking at things from The other side, the other perspective um, Once that is out of the way uh, Remove ego and all Like no one is attacking you It's just attacking your idea <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's, no, like, that's a great one that we didn't mention. Like, obvi- I, I feel like that's pretty obvious, but don't attack the person directly. Like, right? Just talk about <laughs> the ideas. Oh, um, and don't be an asshole. And, and when you're talking Pro about tip. it, like, don't voice it as like my idea. I'm right. Like, talk about just like the thing in itself, and it doesn't Absolutely. matter who was right. Nobody's gonna remember it in two months, anyways. So it doesn't matter
0: absolutely um if you do all that always back up your your opinion with data with research with logic um back it up don't never use the car like because i say so or please believe me on this one or just trust me um if you do all that and you, you consider all options as true and you evaluate all the facts and you still disagree, sometimes it all comes down to a personal, personal preference and there's nothing else you can do. Um, you could either bring someone else to try to make the decision for you and take the responsibility, or you can just like, um, you know, just let that one pass and empower the other person. And let's take a, not really a risk, but let's, Let's do it your way. Like I trust you. Uh like we we can reach a decision. So I am gonna trust you. I'm gonna do it your way. And then that person is kind of responsible for that going on. Um and maybe that, that on the long term creates like a like a balance, like a you know, if if this keeps happening, maybe the other person like, well, yeah, last time we tried my way, this time tried yours i don't know
1: yeah um and one last thing to remember is like disagreeing with people is normal and it's to be expected and this is something that that is desirable like i cannot tell you how many times i've had disagreements with people and what came out of it as a result was a million times better than what either of us had thought or like both of our opinions so it It doesn't have to be like one or the other. Oftentimes what these disagreements leads lead to is coming up with a better solution or a better idea that works for both both people. And in my opinion, like that it's something you need in order to create good products. Like you need that sort of friction and that, that kind of like traction to like keep moving forward and making like amazing things. So, if you're in that situation, don't worry. Like, it's part of the process and we just have to deal with it.
0: 10 out of 10 would disagree Grant.
1: Speaking of 10, let's talk about the <laughs> iPhone X. <laughs> you like that oh, and it
0: sounds like, like I, I, I led you on to this, but no, that was wow, that was good. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. Thank you. That was good.
1: I'm uh, becoming a professional podcaster. I can see that.
0: <laughs> Last Friday, we got our phones. Yes. Um I... We kind of talked about this beforehand, but I did record me unboxing it. So here's that clip of that satisfying sound of the rapper coming out of the phone. Okay. Just got my phone. It is currently 9.51 a.m. That means Kevin is still asleep and I won. (laughs) Got my phone first. Thank you, time zones and I'm gonna unbox it. This is an audio unboxing, which is super exciting, right? That's what people want. Give what people want. I can't. I'm ripping the box apart because I can't open it. Because I'm not very smart. Okay, because all the stupid stuff Plastic cell phone, or whatever this is.
2: Ah. Okay,
0: I have it. That is actually the sound that it made. Uh, That wasn't me.
1: I can't Insert. imagine it in my head Thank and it you. feels so good
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we do have our phones uh do we do we want to talk about this or
1: what not really no just yeah, kidding <laughs> let's move on
0: <laughs> there it is so yeah you got the silver i got the Ooh. black space gray oh shit it's full of nice. fingerprints. that you gross um okay uh i gotta say something i've I had every model of iPhone. Um, although I, even though I had the original one, I started on a 3G. I just it was passed on to me later on. <laughs> As I so started with the 4S. Anyway, started with 4S. I started with 3G. Um, and of course, like I never had like the seven and seven plus. Anyway, I had every single phone. This is the phone that I'm most excited about since my first iphone like this is the Mm -hmm. phone that i'm most obsessed and delighted to use since my very first iphone which which says a lot
1: (laughs) yeah i don't know if i can say the same i i think for me the plus models like made a big difference um Mm So, but like there's obviously a lot of things that are new with this phone that are like new paradigms. Um yeah, it's it's just really hard for me to quantify. Uh it is it it feels like basically if you compare a jump from the 6S to the 7 versus from like the 7 to the iPhone 10, like, it's just such a bigger upgrade. Um, so in that regard, I think, yeah, like, this is a major change to the iPhone this year.
0: I agree, but I would just add a lot to it. I really think this is a major departure, the biggest leap from any other
1: upgrade. <laughs> so you like sound we- like an Apple keynote. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, we completely change how we interact with its phone. hmm um like there's no home button it's even how you interact with ios which iOS 11 like we had it in in our uh previous models but the way you interact with ios itself it's a lot more like gesture driven and stuff yeah it's different it's it's the way you handle the phone is different um i don't i don't know but okay we can we can just go over some of the details about (laughs) like what we like and don't um by the way just huge disclaimer for everyone listening this listening to this and and maybe you're an android user and you're sick and tired of hearing apple fanboys talk about stuff um a lot of things like you know edge to edge design or oled screens which will be part of this conversation or wireless charging, which won't be part of this conversation for me. Uh but like all of that, I know some other phones had this before. All the merit goes to those. Like this is just experience for me, right? This is my first OLED phone. Right. OLED screen phone. Yeah. Um this is my first edge to edge
1: and for uh, some reason I've license. sort of developed a um I don't know. But, uh, like people perceive me as if I hate any like Android device or hate Android users, which I don't. Like I think that's totally fine. Like you're, uh, I'm happy for you and your like new Pixel phone. <laughs> I think that's a totally fine phone. I have a coworker who showed it, uh, uh, sh- showed me his and. It seemed all fine. It had a lot of bizzles, but uh so did our iPhones for all these years. Um and so I just personally do not care for Android. But you are one hundred percent allowed to use it and I think it's a fair operating system. It's like very comparable to iOS with different sets of priorities and trade-offs. And us liking the iPhone X doesn't detract from the fact that other hardware makers might be putting out good hardware. Um, so with that that the, the way,
0: biggest disclaimer, like, please let us talk about Apple for one second.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's my show. i have got to talk about Apple phones anyway,
0: so... Okay, okay, let's just get into it, and let's try not to drag this
1: um, a you lot. Can, there is chapters on this show, so... Like chapters. You can, yeah, you if, if the, you don't
0: want to listen to us, just, yeah. anyway. Okay, can we talk about the screen?
1: Oh my God, that screen. <laughs> that was basically one of my first reactions when I unboxed my phone was, how can this device be both very small and the screen also be big? Like, it's it's this weird concept, like coming from the iPhone 7 Plus, where it's, smaller physically but the screen is bigger <laughs> and that's just amazing
0: yeah it's remember when, when it was announced and we were talking about it um of course before using it but um and part of it was a discussion about the notch and all and i kind of i phrased it as all of these like the round corners all this like stuff in the edges they're not like actual screen they're like peripheral vision mm-hmm. that's how i phrased it it's exactly that it's like i'm looking at the content i look at the middle of the screen but there's like this peripheral like the the, the screen doesn't end you know there's just more right. that i'm not actively looking at it's just that like you hold your phone and my grip of the phone is basically the same as previous models but like the screen extends to like my you know, the palm of my hand is like everywhere. It's like everything is a screen. before I th- I, I started listening to this week's uh, connected. Um, so I'm stealing this from them, but I don't uh, I don't remember if it was Federico or someone who said like it was before you had the phone that had a screen and now it's like you're holding a piece of, uh, you're holding a screen that has a phone in it, you know yeah <laughs> it's like it it just it just feels like it's all screen. everything is a screen.
1: Yeah. And for me, like, I've, like, as I've been using this, I realized that the appearance of everything going full screen is maybe more important than having every possible, like, inch of the screen being used for something or to display content. Yeah. Um, So. Like, for example, I don't mind a notch in real world. I still think it's ugly, and that if as soon as they're able to deal away with it, that they would, and it would the device would look so much better without it. Um, in real use, I value having content go up to the, the top of the screen way more um, than not seeing the notch. So I wouldn't want like to basically hide the notch with black uh, content over there. Um, I, I like having, seeing like everything extend all the way over there. And I tweeted today uh, or yes, or was it yesterday? Uh, I forget, but um, tweeted that whenever I watch video on my, my iPhone, I make it full screen. Like I, I don't care if it's cropping some of the content, I want to have it see it full screen. It feels so much more immersive to me, and I think that looks better.
0: Um, I maybe I disagree on that one. Uh, just when when there's like very widescreen, like a video, like Wonder Woman or Drive or yep. Baby Driver or whatever. Um, sure, when it's like a 1080 YouTube, 1080p YouTube video, it does crop a lot of content that I just can't. Like everything is is framed incorrectly. Like it's just not yeah. so. Yeah, in those situations, I, I prefer not. I mean, having it cropped. Anyway, um, I'm gonna say, um, like, I I even took a screenshot. I'm gonna send it to you, and you look at this on your Mac, please. Like this, the the this screen when you look at it without the context of looking at ad like on your phone, it looks super odd. It doesn't make any sense. There's a lot of <laughs> <Yeah>. wasted space.
1: <laughs> the keyboard especially. Yeah, it it, it, it's something goofy.
0: that it's creating a lot of tension in me as a designer. <laughs> 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 it's like, we're not utilizing this in the right way. Like there's mm. a lot of potential. It just feels odd and weird um i think ios itself will change quite a bit um but anyway with that said like the screen itself oled holy shit this is an amazing screen the true tone um granted i never had a device i never had an ipad pro so this is my first true tone device enabled that i that i have looks freaking amazing like i i just enjoy looking at this screen um yep I'm worried about burn ins because apparently that is a thing, but well, what are you going to do?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> I feel like if it happens in an unreasonable time, then I would just bring it to the Apple Store and hope that other people <laughs> run into the same thing and they would just change it uh, for free. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm, yeah, I'm just. Especially
0: like. like- like us, we usually get a phone every year or every 2 years, so it should yeah. be fine <laughs> for us. Yeah. Um, you know, but I would say most people Actually, I don't know what the average is because the American people have like a 2-year contract or whatever. But mm-hmm. friends of mine, they keep an iPhone for like 4 years, 3 years. Yeah. That's like the norm. Um, I still see a lot of people with like iPhone 5 and 5s. so think so. I I'm wondering if if an iPhone 10 like Three years or four from now, if burn in is a thing, that's not gonna, you know, give a good look on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so far, how about the, the, the how size about face of Face ID? Face ID, hmm, it's amazing technology. Uh, I love it when it works. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel like Face ID works way more often than it should <laughs> but it's still not perfect
0: yeah success rate is still lower than touch ID.
1: Yeah. of course yeah it has they, to
0: be expe- expected yeah. but sometimes it's it's annoying sometimes you know and and i still haven't um like because I'm not used to it enough to know. So, for example, when I'm, like, laying in bed or something. That's I try the worst to for me. It, It's the <laughs> it worst. But then works. I don't know, like, should I, like, stick my face close to it? Or should I? Like, I still haven't figured it out. So, sometimes I, I just. I
1: like it's the angle. Like, basically, if your phone is laying flat like this, it just won't work. You have to hold it No, like
0: That's this. not even the case. It's, like, I just because I'm, like, I'm on a pillow or something. Like, there's. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I don't,
0: don't know either. I don't know. And then so, what bothers so I
1: me even more in, the, in that case is you can't read the notifications. So like, yeah. like, you have to like swipe up, type the passcode, then it unlocks the phone, then pull down Notification Center and be able to see your notifications.
0: And you know when, when, you, like when it doesn't read your face, so it gives you the, the pass lock thing, I haven't found a way to like trigger a new scan. Like, well, try again. Like, I just hit cancel, yeah. go back, and then, I don't know, try yeah. to open it again, you know? It's not... Yeah. I, I, I wish it, it would keep trying to scan you if it yeah. fails. Oh, and by the way, it doesn't work with my sunglasses. Hmm? If I said it doesn't work with my pair of sunglasses.
1: Are, the, are those Ray-Bans? They are. Yeah, apparently like, nobody with Ray-Bans says that it works with them. So
0: I, that is not true. So I tried other four pair of sunglasses. (laughs) Out (laughs) of those four, one was also Ray-Ban, but a different uh, like model from mine. And all of those other four worked. So it's just like my. Interesting. My my Ray-Bans. I don't know. It's it's annoying. Maybe you were looking at it wrong. (laughs) Here's what I had to do. Um, I had to disable the. Like require attention or whatever it's called, mm, okay, right, like meaning like now, I don't have to look at it in order to unlock, so because, mm-hmm. like the ray bands, it can scan your face just fine, but because it requires attention, like you need to look at it, but uh, there's probably like maybe the lens are too dark, so they can't the phone can't see your eyes, so it doesn't know that you're looking at it, it's anyway, it was weird, but if you have this problem maybe it's if you're it the requires rays. attention. Yeah. <laughs> um so if you disable the required central thing it it works. Like it's not as secure but it works. Um what else? Um
2: do I have anything else on on Face ID? Um Yeah, no, I don't what? think so. Um
1: uh uh Apple Pay hasn't been as good in my opinion with face mm-hmm. id it's just annoying like having to like double tap the side button wait for it and put the phone like it's just not as elegant of a like workflow as it used to be mm-hmm. uh also double tapping the side buttons for app for apple pay or installing apps is not a satisfying action
0: because it requires you to change your grip you know.
1: It requires you to change your grip. It also like a double tap never feels good. It's it's the same thing that like double tapping the switch to go to the multitasking switcher, like never felt great. Uh, mm. and I feel the same here. It's fine, but it's it's not as good. Um,
0: Fair enough. I, my experience with Apple Play is very limited. Like we don't we don't officially support it
1: in my mm, country. Okay,
0: right. But there are some, like, terminals that have it, so I every once in a while I do use it. Right. But, yeah.
1: Um, the gestural UI, I love. Like, I've already adapted to just, like, swiping up and swipe and hold and all of that. Like, those are amazing. I'd say the only kind of gesture that's slightly annoying for me is, um, like, force quitting an app. Which doesn't happen often, but it tends to happen with overcast for some reason, um, mm. and it's just like a lot of gestures. So basically, you have to swipe up, hold, let go, tap and hold on the app, then swipe the app up, <laughs> uh, which is kind um, of an awkward gesture. Just a tip:
0: I found it way easier to when you want to go into multitasking thing instead of swiping up and holding. Um, just swipe like from one of the edges, like a diagonal
1: swipe. Yeah, yeah, I've started doing um, that too. Um.
0: That kind of helps. Yeah, man. I I don't know. I got used to this no home button thingy real fast. The only gesture movement that I still like, muscle memory hasn't kicked in, <laughs> is notification. Well, is control center, like. That is that is a reach, <laughs> like getting to that corner, and not just because it's you know it's far away. Control center is, is worse for
1: me. Than notification notifications. It's
0: center. just because it's the complete opposite. Like I was.
1: No, you can used swipe from the middle.
0: From the bottom, you can
1: oh, Okay. Yeah. Wait. You said. You said notification center. No, I mean control center. Oh, uh, okay, sorry. Control center. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I agree with you yeah i i always still somehow just go and try to swipe up from the bottom and i'm like oh crap yeah. no
0: <laughs> because i use that a lot like i use that a lot like control uh mm-hmm. music playback controls that's notification yeah. center like changing uh audio sources or whatever you know control center um to, uh, yeah home, and i hate touching that thingy. top bar
1: um whenever i'm in apps like tweetbot <laughs> is if you miss your gesture and you accidentally just tap uh, tap, uh, tap the top bar, tap the top bar, <laughs> tap the top bar, um, it, it'll scroll your timeline all the way up. Ugh. And I just hate that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that, that'll just that be getting used to.
0: I, you know, uh, Apple with, I feel like with every iOS update, They change how (laughs) control center works and looks. Um, So I am hoping that, you know, they will address this because it it feels weird. First, like the mental model, like how, where it lives is weird because before it was a sheet that you would drag on top of the UI. Um, And now it's not really a sheet. It's like just a blurring. It's like a new layer that lives somewhere. But then, like notification, that is a sheet. It's, but you pull it from the same side, you know, it, conceptually, it's weird. The philosophy and, on that
1: is don't overthink it.
0: <laughs> right. But, but like, <laughs> the, this, 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 the, yeah, the placement of it, meaning sliding from the top right, only makes sense because of the notch. If there was no notch, it would be weird. Like, oh, slide from the Wi-Fi icon, and that is one thing, but if you slide more on the left, you know, it's yeah. only worse because of the notch, and we can all <laughs> kind of agree that the notch is a compromise. So you're like, you're you're designing a central part of your operating system around this weird compromise that you know there will be gone sometime. So I don't know. Uh, it's the only thing on iOS that kind of, like still strikes me as odd and not it's not a satisfying solution. Um because everything else, like also this phone kinda puts things in perspective, a lot of decisions, previous decisions. Uh like you know, like like the notification sheet coming from the top, you know, because now you unlock it swiping from the bottom to the top. You know. Um, oh, can I just the, say
1: I hate that?
0: What the swipe?
1: I feel like home button? Yeah, I feel like that's what, so basically like when you're on the, on the lock screen if you swipe from the middle you see your your past notifications. Um when I first got this Oh,
0: oh, I never do that.
1: That's so, weird. But when I first got this phone, I would do that accidentally all the time. Like I wouldn't swipe from the very bottom and it would just like open up my notifications and I've like <laughs> passed my phone around to a lot of people like every time someone Sees me in the office. Are like, hey, so how's that iPhone 10? And I've been like running them through a demo of the new features, and all of them like no mistake. Like they always pull up the notifications when they try to like just unlock my phone. Um. So yeah, I feel like there needs to be just a more separation or more space for like the swipe up on on the lock screen. Now I've gotten pretty good at it um because i i know how to do it but it it takes a while to get to to get used to it
0: that is tricky because you want to train users and if you allow on the on the lock screen if you allow users to swipe like start the swipe a bit higher than like from the the immediate edge then people will train to swipe from there so then when they want to use just like the home button like quit an app or something they would start swiping you know what i mean like you want to nail that that gesture down, because that is, you know, mm-hmm. tapping the home button. So I, I agree with
1: honest. you, but I, I, I just think that in the context of being in an app, it's a lot clearer of what space you have to, to like, maneuver this. That's fair. Whereas on the lock screen, it's like you have a big, giant, empty space where you feel like, oh, the, the touch area is actually much bigger than it really is in reality, so... Yeah, but it's like, like it's you,
0: a use like you, now you don't do that anymore, right? No, like it's yeah, a thing I've, you have to train. i used
1: to it, and, but it's just and a so, bad like first run experience.
0: That is true. Maybe like ease it out <laughs> once you <laughs> get a new phone. Yeah,
1: and okay. and what I'm asking is like not remove this behavior entirely, but just just give me like a 50 percent bigger touch target on the lock screen. Mm-hmm. I just want that. <laughs>
0: okay i am um, I'm, I'm not too sure about that but <laughs> going going back like what i'm trying to say is that this inferred a lot of decisions that they were not clear to us before yeah. seeing this phone but looking at iOS like why would you know why would you drag from the top to go back to the lock screen and like looking at this phone is like well how do you get off the lock screen you press the home button we don't have a home button what is a gesture like to hit the home button is swiping from the bottom. So, okay. So you're going to swipe from the bottom to unlock your phone. If you do that, it makes kind of sense that you're dragging the UI away right from the bottom to the top. It's like a lot of decisions make sense. Even like the AirPods modal sheet thingy pop-up, um, the rounded corners. Guess what? Like it, it fits it fits perfectly with the rounded corners at this point. <laughs> it's like it's so satisfying seeing that they're like, oh yeah. it fits. Especially because like we've we've seen this before, which was always a bit odd. I mean I I thought it looked cool, but like now it it makes sense. Like, ah oh, yes, no.
1: Does <laughs> yeah. not make sense. Um what about an emoji?
0: The best. <laughs> like I know we're gonna like get tired of this like we're gonna stop using it uh but still to this day i still i message people some Mm emojis, and they're fun
1: (laughs) yeah they're really fun and they make for a great demo to people yeah um and i have to admit i really love the animoji karaoke's (laughs) people have been getting (laughs) sick of them on on twitter but i i still kind of enjoy them uh and so it's just a lot of fun um what else uh hardware i I love how this phone looks this phone looks amazing i have the silver version and it's just like incredible looking
0: i don't have the silver version but i still think this looks
1: i feel like that applies to both like both of them look
0: really good yeah and like uh, granted, I I didn't have a jet black seven, so like this look shiny look. It's also new to me. That mm. helps. Yeah, new factor. You know, uh, it looks it looks amazing. The size of it, you know, it's perfect. I always struggle with the plus size phones, like the grip of it, the handling of it. Um, and this is like the best of both worlds. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what else to say. Hey, wh- what do you think about the, those new uh, shortcuts on the lock screen, like the camera and the flashlight?
1: I like them, but I feel like they're,
0: I don't know. Well, they're
1: fine. I was going to say, like, they're a bit hard to trigger sometimes, but.
0: I love, uh, I love the, 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 the
1: haptic feedback, though. Yeah. Yeah, it, it feels like the home button.
0: Yeah, because you have like the two steps of feedback when you yeah. press it and when you release, which is yeah. always satisfying. Uh, I find it, I would like for Apple to allow us to customize that because it kind of like useless to have two shortcuts on the lock screen to access the camera. You can either press that thing or just drag from the side. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It looks it looks odd, but sure.
1: I I wish I'll I could replace it. the. Um... The camera shortcut by uh, home shortcut that would be super awesome. It's like from the lock screen, oh, like, can yeah. access so home kit stuff would, right away.
0: Like the it would pop up like the 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 sheet on control center. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Um, okay, what else? Man, apps for this. Um, I I would just want to recommend, even though this is not my official recommendation. If you have an iPhone 10, uh, I recommend you trying... How do you pronounce this? Halid? Halid? Halid?
1: I've been calling it Halide, but... Halide, <laughs> I don't,
0: know, I I don't know. It's a camera app from Sebastian DeWitt and someone else. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the company group. It's amazing. I think it's the best-looking iPhone 10 app out there uh, right now. Um and I've been taking a lot of pictures with it and it's great. And they, Sebastian posted a case study thing, you are, uh, like a design case study. Has a Medium post, which uh, I'll link awesome. in the show notes. <laughs>
1: um, oh yeah, one last thing. Uh, so I did the in pickup and that was mm. my first time doing that. Uh, and it was great. <laughs> so I get there and there's a line around the block uh, from the Apple store. Uh, and I took, I took an Uber uh, reluctantly because <laughs> we don't have Lyft. Uh, but <laughs> I took an Uber and my Uber driver is like, are you going to the Apple store? I'm like, yes. And I was like, oh, do you work there? I'm like, no. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, I'm like picking up my new iPhone. I was like, oh, the iPhone 10. And then he asked me a bunch of questions about it. <laughs> um, so it was pretty funny. Uh, so yeah, you I get say there. the iPhone X no I said the 10 um and so I, I get there there's a big long line uh and so I asked an Apple employee and I'm like so where's the line for people who have a pre-order I was like oh for you there's no line just walk right in <laughs> so like we walk right past everyone walk right into the Apple store um and uh, like I don't know what I was expecting but there was not many people in the apple store like the apple store was emptier than it usually Mm -hmm. is because they were basically like letting people in like one by one um Mm -hmm. and so as soon as i arrived i had like one employee that was sort of dedicated to me and i could see kind of that same pattern repeating for people who arrived after me like as soon as someone would arrive there would be a new employee who would come see that person and just like hang out with them for a bit (laughs) before they got their phone So she scanned my like little receipt thing. Uh, She was like, oh, it's going to take about five minutes and someone's going to come and give you your phone. Uh, And she was like, in the meantime, uh, if there's anything else you'd like to buy, I can like give you some recommendations or I can walk you through how the iPhone 10 works. Uh, If you want to see it, it's like right there on the table, like you can play with the different colors and stuff. It was like an amazing service. Which is a, a million nice. times better than a normal Apple Store experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I waited I waited about five minutes. Someone bought my phone and I was all good to go. I met an Apple Store employee that I know uh, and he took a picture of me. I'll put that in the show notes if you're interested um, of like when I got my phone. Um, and I'm going to put that in the show notes so people can see if they want. But... Uh, it's basically, it looks like every other Apple store (laughs) photo that you might have seen in the past Uh, so yeah, I was very impressed with that process and if I had to buy another iPhone, like maybe next year uh, I would definitely choose that again
0: Um, That sounds lovely That sounds great. Uh, My experience was, uh, I would say, even better (laughs) (laughs) Um, Around 9.30 a.m., the UPS guy came in and gave me my phone.
2: What?
0: <laughs> Usually, the the UPS dude you know comes around like noon, one PM. So that was what I was expecting. But no, like super early in the morning. It was probably one of the first uh, deliveries of the day. And
1: just that's awesome. Usually yeah, on iPhone launch day, like here, <laughs> just like the uh, UPS drivers just like arrive around five. Or something like that. So yeah, get there pretty late.
0: Also, I just want to say that the um, I don't know if you tried this the the, the setup process. Like once I open it on my iPhone Seven Plus, I got the little sheet pop up saying yep. it looks like you're trying to set up a new phone. You do yep, just you know migrate whatever. That process was seamless. It was pretty good. Um, lastly, I I bought a case. Now I use my phone caseless and I always have, but. Um, I always, like, I get a case for when I'm going to the gym or, like, when I go to the beach or, like, whatever. Like, when I'm on a situation that I'm more prone for accidents, you know? <laughs> um, so I brought the the Apple silicone case, which I love. Uh, interestingly enough, like, it, it, even though it's a silicone case, when you put it on, it's way less grippy than caseless. <laughs> so yeah it's a slippery case i mm. guess um i haven't got any of the like wireless charger things just yet uh i plan on buying the mophie one from the apple store i yep, that's i tried I a have. couple stores here oh you have it yeah what do you think of it because that apparently like is the best one
1: in my opinion yes i haven't done like an extensive review of all of them but <laughs> for the criterias that i had this is the best one um like wire cutter recommends a god-awful samsung charger that has a blue led a giant like blue led light when you put your phone on um so that's something to know whenever you're looking at wire cutter uh they don't really value aesthetics and they hmm. overvalue price um so for me, like those aren't like, I have different priorities basically. Um, so the Mophie one is very small. It's much smaller than the Belkin one. Uh, it's honestly, I haven't seen my phone slide off of the charger. I, most of the time I charge at night and I have my phone on do not disturb. So that might explain why. Um, like you, you have to pay attention when you put down your phone like you can't just put it however you want it's like you have to make sure that it the little like charging indicator lights up because there are like ways i can place my phone where it doesn't charge um but honestly like it's super easy it's like i would say it's slightly easier than than uh, plugging a cable so <laughs> um i've been enjoying that so far uh, it's been working pretty well and uh although it's it's charging more slowly than with a cable um because i'm charging at night that's totally fine um so yeah give it a thumbs up
0: cool okay so yeah i'm probably gonna get that one but now i kind of want to try a different one just to test <laughs> but, yeah, for me, like mm. the criteria is i I know it's it's slower than just plugging a cable, especially if you're using like one of the iPad uh, bricks where they charge it super fast um but since I, I plan on using that on like on my nightstand so overnight, if it charges slowly, it's fine because it's it's gonna be there all night long um the criteria the criteria that I'm looking for is just I want it to be grippy, so so my phone doesn't slide off so like a rubber thingy i i don't want to scratch it so even though i saw ones that look amazing like like stone ones and whatever i saw somewhere on twitter um they look really good as like a piece of art that you would want to have it on a nightstand like i don't trust putting my phone on top of it um so yeah that's my criteria just like be rubbery meaning the thing's not going to slide off or it gets scratched and i guess that's it <laughs> it helps if it looks okay
1: okay all right
0: anything else on the iphone no
1: i think that's it uh honestly i'm loving this phone i think this is a great phone and i'm happy that i got it
0: oh oh one last question on the back of your phone below where it says iphone do you have stuff there nope nothing
1: and it still looks beautiful (laughs)
0: I do, like uh, Europe, regulations, laws, whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, granted, it's way less stuff than on my 7. Like on my 7, I had like an extra digits and symbols and whatever. Do you have the
1: garbage can?
0: I do. I have the a C an E, and the garbage. Mm. Can you see it?
1: Uh, I no, I can't see it. Okay, yeah, I can sort of see it.
0: Anyway, just interesting. Uh I I I know that in the US they remove it all, but I was wondering about a Canada once. Nope. Um okay. All right, before we go. Recommendations. Yes.
1: Okay, so my recommendation this week is uh, a newsletter by a friend of the show uh and a co-worker of mine called ricardo uh and the newsletter is called uh, coffee table typography and it's basically uh a uh a newsletter that comes out i think every two weeks um and it's basically curated resources articles and tutorials about typography uh and it is really great like Ricardo loves typography, uh, and he goes really in depth. Like it's not just a list a list of links. There's actual content in there, uh, and I've been like subscribing for the past couple of weeks, uh, and it's been really great. So I give that a recommendation. What Subscribe about
0: you. <laughs> uh, my recommendation is this web page by my friend Meng To from Design Code. Mang um, has put together a set of high-resolution wallpapers for the iPhone X and it's very much in the style of iPhone X like bright purples and reds and stuff this was he made these in cinema uh, 4D or whatever it's called uh, <laughs> meaning they look pretty good and I couldn't do them myself uh, make them myself uh, which is great so if you have an iPhone i guess i mean whatever i guess it works in everything um check it out it's just free wallpapers they look good
1: can i add another recommendation it's you also can. iphone x themed Ugh, uh, <laughs> um uh, let me put it in the show notes uh it's a uh, video by i justine <laughs> and it's uh, zombie versus iphone x face ID. And it's a pretty funny video of uh, her trying to uh, like modify her face to see if Face ID is still going to recognize her uh, and puts on like some special effect uh, uh, makeup and turns her face into a zombie <laughs> to see if her phone's going to still unlock. So pretty entertaining.
0: It was a pretty funny yeah. one.
2: I won't I spoil again? it. So you should watch it to see if it does unlock or not.
0: You're doing so good. Now you're calling it iPhone X. You,
1: I'm calling it the X, and it's such a better name. <laughs> no. So we're going okay. with the X. That's everyone's <laughs> been calling it like that. Like nobody that I've spoken to has called it the iPhone 10.
2: Okay.
0: So. Um. <laughs> That's cool. All right. Uh, before we go, here's our outro. Prepare for our outro. Uh, You can reach out to us and suggest topics or, you know, stuff for us to talk about or be a part of the conversation and just like let us know what you think. You can do that by tweeting at us. We are at LayoutFM. You can also continue the discussion over at Spectrum.Chat. We have our layout thing is there. Every new episode, there's a new thread, a new post you can comment on there. Um, I want to give special, very special shout outs this week. We had amazing feedback um so first a very special um thank you to sebastian sebastian i don't know um (laughs) he reached out to us and gave like this this very thoughtful notes on two of our shows um it's on twitter it's public i assume it's okay to share so this is really long so we're not going to read it on the show but we, we're going to post links in the show notes cool and and i think it's great great feedback on uh, especially on episode 77 uh last episode about um the feeling of getting old so really great perspective great uh, thoughts on, on on a topic so i just want to give special shout out to him also uh, shout out to jay gall carlos malgrito uh, Nathan Snellgrove, uh, I'm sorry b- about mispronunciation. <laughs> I'm trying my best.
1: You're a pronunciation expert here, so
0: Ma- Matej Feldek, Kevin Gutowski, good old Kevin, thank you so much. And lastly, uh, Ricardo Magalhães, pronounced um, in the correct Portuguese native way.
1: Yeah, I wasn't even gonna try that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for reaching out uh and um i encourage everyone else to do the same (laughs) it's just fun
1: (laughs) Um. (laughs) (laughs) sounded like the most forced sentence ever
0: (laughs) it's good fun you should try it it's
1: fun you're gonna like it
0: (laughs) man i'm butchering this
1: okay let's just end this (laughs) bye everyone (laughs) see you next week
0: I can't. I can just end it. Wait. Sure, we can. Is that it? Is that really the end?
1: It is. It is the end now.
0: Welcome to Layout, a weekly podcast about design, technology, and everything else. Yeah, Parks and
2: Rec, shout out!